Mental health challenges are often kept in the closet or even swept under the rug. We know they can affect anyone, from adults to children, and the struggle is real. Join us as we talk about relevant topics with mental health experts. Welcome to Equip Online, a place for hope and help. Welcome to Equip Online. I'm Wally. This is my co-host, Brian. Today, we're going to be looking at advocating for our children's mental health, especially as it comes to the area of medication uh, and how we can work with the doctors on that. And so our guest today is Bibi, who specializes in this. And Brian, if you could tell us more about her. Absolutely. So I just want you to know that Bibi is from Nigeria, and Wally wasn't quite ready to try to fully pronounce her full name. That's right. So, so I'll say the first name. <laughs> Bibliola. Now, yours is the last name. Ajayi? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I pronounce, whew, perfect. Man, on the spot pressure. So, no, Bibi, great, great to have you with us today. Thank we're you. gonna We're going to call you Bibi if that's cool for today as we're hanging out. That's perfect. Um, and so, just to introduce Bibi a little bit. So, you're in your, uh, your practicum, your final year as a, a graduate marriage and family therapy student. Um, and Bibi uh, has a love for people and um, a desire to serve is the reason why you became a pharmacist 10 years ago. So she brings an interesting background um, with uh, being, in pharma- uh, being a pharmacist before now, kind of really focusing on marriage and family therapy uh, in your studies um, you know, and, and you really coupled with her passion to help individuals build and maintain healthy lives um, and thriving relationships. Your pharmaceutical background provides a unique opportunity to help clients understand their medication therapy as it relates to mental health. Um, and so the balance of understanding the world of medication, but having that real heart to come in and do the counseling and do the therapy, I think is an interesting balance. So. Um, and, uh, you, uh, enjoy working with adults, um, who want that encouragement and that support to really help reach their life goals, um, and to really build a legacy. That's something very important to you. So, um, so that's a little bit about you, but, um, in 60 seconds or less or so, BB, tell us a little bit uh, more about you, maybe about your family or just so we can get to know you. Yeah, sure. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much for have having you. me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like he, like you said, I'm originally from Nigeria, moved here about uh, 20, almost 20 years ago right now. Um, and yeah, I've been here. Most of my family's here. Um, I'm the first daughter of a family of uh, six kids. I have two older brothers. I'm um, uh, third. And then I have okay. uh, two, three younger siblings. Um, and then I'm married. I've been married for the past eight years. Um, and I have three beautiful children. Awesome. Um, and we live here. We just moved recently to the Woodlands in a, about two years ago. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, very cool. So um, I'm excited about this topic. Um, I mean, it's something that um, is real personal to me. Um, so, you know, I'm a dad. I've got um, kids a little bit older than yours. So I've got everything from teenagers down to uh, an up and coming first grader. Um, so we kind of have some different ages. But, you know, as a, as a parent, um, one of the important words for us is that we're an advocate for our children, um, you know, and you can think about, you know, for me, I think about my, my child's spiritual, physical, mental, um, social, you know, I'm really, I want to be that advocate where they develop and become fully who they've been made to be. And so today is really about um, the fact that 
I have an important role to play as a parent in being educated. And we're, we're really focusing on being an advocate for your child's mental health. Um, but it's, it's not an easy space to navigate. You know, there's a lot of, there's all the counseling and then there's all the different types of medications and there's support groups and there's all the effects of how diet and things we eat and exercise, you know, as I've kind of been in this space for a while, it's a lot to take in, you know, and I, and I realized, man, I've got to really try to get my head as much as I can around this topic to be an advocate for my child. So that's kind of what we'd love to just have a conversation about with you today, BB. And um, I, I think that'll be a, a worthwhile thing to talk about. So Wally. Yeah. So BB, uh, Brian and I both have our masters. I don't know about him, but uh, that's as far as I ever want to go with schooling. <laughs> so you're fascinating to me that you've got not only uh, a degree in pharmaceutical, but also now getting one in counseling. So What's that all about? Do you just love school and this is a continual <laughs> progress for you? What made the transition from yeah. uh, pharmacy to to counseling? Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't even call it a transition, but I, it is a journey is really what it's been. Um, and really, to be honest, I couldn't have dreamed up my life the way, you know, as if people ask me, oh, so how did you get into this? How, you know, how's this working out for you? Oh, how did you get here? Did you plan this? And I'm like, no, no, guys. Mm -hmm. I know I'm literally a kingdom yes girl, essentially. I just, <laughs> that's what I call myself. God tells me this is what you're going to do next. And I'm like, that sounds crazy, but guess what? I'm in it. I'm doing mm -hmm. it. I find myself in it, you know? Um, and like I said, I couldn't have dreamed up my life, um, if I tried, you know, it is, I'm not saying everything's perfect, but really, it really has been a walk with God. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, I did, you know, went to pharmacy school, literally thought I was not going to have to go to school again. I just, and I typically am the kind of person that feels like if the master's does not col col correlate um, to, you know, like a promotion or something, then like, why am I doing it? You know, so I remember, you know, when God told me like, yes, I want you to go back and, you know, get a master's degree. And I was like, uh, in what? So marriage and family therapy. I'm like, okay, pharmacy, marriage and family therapy. How is that connected? And he's like, well, it is connected, but I'll let you know. So obviously he doesn't let you know, you know, he doesn't tell you everything in the beginning. And I remember telling my husband and he was like, uh, okay, if you want to counsel people, like, you know, they have small groups at church, you could just join. And <laughs> so he laughed. Yeah, he laughed. And I'm like, uh, I'm serious. He's like, okay. Hmm. So anyways, fast forward, um, I start taking classes because that's what God says, you know, you're going to start taking classes. He was so detailed to, you know, um, actually what school I would attend. Um, yeah. And at that time, we lived in the Dallas area. So at King's University is the name of the school that I that I currently attend. Um, but yeah, so and he just told me it is your passion. You love, you know, this is your thing. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I know I love marriage and family and, you know, relationships, but I don't know. But he literally proved that to me because regardless of how busy I was, you know, raising my family, you know, growing my family, three little kids, um, my full time job as a pharmacist, I would still be up late at night studying. Like when mm -hmm. it came to, you know, counseling and just everything I was learning in school, I was just so hungry and like passionate about it. I would stay up late at night. Not to say that's a good thing to always do, but you know what I mean? Like, right. I just yeah. had that passion for it. I knew. I mean, he literally proved to me, this is your thing. This is your passion. Yeah. So that's how, you know, I yeah. got in there. And then just in the last year, literally, is when he's kind of made it really clear to me how everything ties in, you know, with mental health 
and with the medication use, you know, and all of that and how I bring that unique um, I guess background into it. And one of the first things that happened when I was at um, at True North, which is where I'm, you know, at uh, doing my practicum, yeah, yeah. is um, they shared with me how, like, as counselors, you know, a lot of their clients are on medications, and a counseling a counseling really is, or a counselor really is an advocate for their clients, right? Right. And so they're feeling like, well, sometimes we feel like we're not we're lacking in the area of their medications because we didn't study anything about medications in school, you know? So it's really whatever you do outside of school that you use to gain your knowledge. And so I was like, wow, this is it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, just equipping other counselors in this area to know how to advocate for their clients, you know? So just helping them, building them up in that way, but also being able to do that for my own clients. So, yeah. you know, I just, I, I was like, God, you know, that's just you because how <laughs> could I have put that together in my mind that's prior cool. to this? There was no way. You know, so that's that's my journey. Yeah, I, I can really see though we're cool. having a knowledge of how the body and the body chemistry works together with uh, our mental well-being would be a huge asset. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Because you know, sometimes your client might come to you and talk about some adverse reactions they're experiencing, mm -hmm. and sometimes it could be due to the drug they're taking, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and even just another way is like you collaborate with their other healthcare providers to, you know, share some of the information. As a counselor, you get like the bulk of the information. They're only in the doctor's office for about 15 minutes, maybe, you know, if at all. Um, so sometimes they don't remember to even share the adverse reactions they're experiencing. But if you're a counselor, you're getting all of that information, you're able to collaborate with their doctors to say, hey, you know, this is what they shared about this area, obviously right. with their permission, um, but you are able to share that and work together with their healthcare provider to make sure they're getting mm -hmm. the best therapy if that's what's needed for them, you know? So yeah. it's, it's, I think, priceless to be able to have that. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, thinking again, um, as a parent, Bibi, um, what advice would you give to parents who really do want to learn how to effectively advocate uh, for their child? You know, if they have a child that has some type of mental health disorder, and they are having to navigate and, and be an advocate with medication therapy. What would be, what would you say to those parents? You know, how do you effectively advocate for your child in that realm? That's a really great question. And you said something um, earlier uh, that I, you know, I felt like that's, that's it really. Because you as a parent are looking at your child holistically, right? You're looking at everything that makes up your child. I feel like that's kind of how God looks at us too. You know, he, he's concerned about every single aspect of your life, you know? So in terms of like looking for a health healthcare provider, for instance, um, that, that's, that comes like straight up, you know, to the, to the first thing in line is you want to think of someone who, or look for someone who will be looking at your child holistically, because that's how you view your child. Like you're not just looking at the symptom and just trying to, you know, fix it with some kind of medication or something. Um, you're, you're like, okay, so what other factors could be feeding into this symptom or feeding into this occurrence? It's not, people are not symptoms. People are people and different things trigger those symptoms, right? So you want definitely um, to work with people, your support team, which is of healthcare providers, whether it's a counselor, whether it's a psychiatrist, whether it's, um, you know, a regular physician, um, should be people who are looking at you holistically and willing to collaborate with the other healthcare providers, you know, that your child sees. Um, so for me, those are like very important, you know, to look, look for. Yeah. Um, 
Another way to advocate is like ask questions, you know, don't feel like you can't. Um, one of the things, one of the really sad experiences I've had in my pharmacy career um, is like when I, I used to, so I, I don't do traditional um, pharmacy. I'm a pharmaceutical industry pharmacy. So literally help doctors to, you know, um, in their clinical decisions for patients, um, mm -hmm. medications and just therapy overall. Um, so I, like a drug information specialist. Um, and sometimes I would talk to patients who called in, you know, had questions about their drugs. And obviously, we're only allowed to share what's on label with them because they can't necessarily understand like clinical trial data and all that. That's usually reserved for doctors. Um, but when they would call and they asked me questions like, oh, you know, questions really that their doctors should be answering for them because they have the whole picture of their health, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just on the other side of the phone. I don't have your labs. I don't have, you know, detailed information about you. So I can't really give you any recommendations. It would be mm -hmm. dangerous, you know, to do that. But they would ask me these questions and I mm -hmm. say, well, you just went to see your doctor. Why didn't you ask him? It's like, well, no, I don't want my doctor thinking I'm stupid, you know, asking mm -hmm. a stupid question mm -hmm. or, you know, well, you know, we don't have any time for that and I can't reach him and all of that. And I'm like, wow, that's sad. You know, your doctor mm -hmm. is supposed to be your advocate, you know, and you should feel empowered to ask him any question that you have. You should feel empowered to be bold, you know, bold to inquire. That's why you're paying for the service, you know, that's why you're seeing that particular, you know, specialist, you know. Um, so that really made me sad. That's part of what fuels my passion for, you know, wellness and kind of empowering people in their health and, and health and wellness. Um, but yes, ask questions. Ask, don't feel stupid. Don't feel, you know, um, like you're, you're, that they're going to think anything of you because you're advocating for your child and even yeah. yourself, you know. Um, so those are, I think, two very That's important good. things. Um, one other thing I think people don't ever think about is as a parent, you're a caregiver, you know, and really you can't give what you don't have. So I feel like this is very critical to take care of yourself, self-care. Make yeah. sure that you are getting what you need. Yeah. You know, it's so important because you can't give your kids the care they need if you're not getting that oh, yeah. you know you're you're pouring out so much you're giving so much you have to be mm. filled too you have to you know you're an, you have to be an open open access vessel like literally as things are pouring into you let it come out and let it flow you know mm. because if you're just like the one giving and you're empty you know you're not giving them the yeah. best of yeah. yourself i love that baby it makes me think too um sometimes as parents we think that my role is just to sort of uh, schedule appointments and let these different um, experts fix my child. And it's not my responsibility, you know, and, and, and I just, I just feel like one message I want us as parents to grab is that I really feel like God made, as a parent, you have the most important responsibility in your child's life. Um, you know, and I agree. In fact, I was reading in uh, my Bible even uh, this morning about self-care. It's funny you mentioned that. I was reading a story about Jesus doing all these healings and all of these, just all this stuff and people were crowding around all the time. And then it was the story where uh, his cousin, John the Baptist, uh, was beheaded. So he had his own personal grief and his disciples had just come back and he said, we need to go away to a lonely place. And so they got in a boat and they went out in the lake for a while. He says, we need to rest for a while. You know, even you see a picture of he got self-care. Like he needed to kind of take a break. He needed to be prepared for that. And because right when he got back to shore, there was more ministry waiting. But he even as a human in that, you know, as, as God in the flesh needed to take that break. 
So I think there's a good word in that. And one of the things I've noticed even my own journey as an advocate is that wherever you go, like it's probably good just to take notes of things. So when you're with your child, ask those questions, almost just keep a running notebook of things that my, uh, the pediatrician said or the physician and then things that the psychiatrist said and things that my counselor, I'm learning from that because these good, uh, when you have a team and they're all really the right people trying to help your child, then you're that kind of that connector piece of like, well, if they're asking you, what, did, what, did, what kind of medication, what did the doctor say? You can also, as the parent, say, well, this is what's going on. So, okay, great. Let's, let's figure out how to really, really help your child. So I see the importance of that for sure. Absolutely. And yeah. just when you, that picture you just painted really just reminds me of one thing I'm really big on, which is, you know, becoming the main driver of your health and wellness, you know, yeah. usually, and we have that kind of system where healthcare system where we're usually in the backseat. So it's someone else telling us what to do. And we're just like, okay, you know, I'll do it. Just tell me what to do because we want that quick fix or yeah. that quick, oh, solve my problem right now. Um, but no, we're supposed to be the ones in the driver's seat and then have the support behind us. Everyone else mm-hmm. around us is a support, but we're yeah. the ones feeling, you know, what's happening and it, it's going through us essentially. And that's, yeah. you know, like you said, the best way to advocate for your kids is like, yeah. you know what's going on. You're aware of what's yeah. going on. You're not just saying, well, the doctor said, but, you know, I don't really know. You know, yeah, that's not that's not a good place to be, you know, when you don't know. Right. You know. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so, baby, as we talk about uh, medicine and how it interacts with our well-being and our mental health, I'm sure that, uh, you know, you hear talk about um, America being an over medicated uh, society and that we turn to medication for everything or drugs for everything. Uh, and I'm sure there are those that are on the other side of that. You always have the two extremes. But in, in your opinion, what role? does uh, medication play in our mental well-being? Yeah, you made a really great point. You know, there's extremes. Um, I just believe in, you know, balance, you know. So, yes, medications have their place. You know, there are situations where you do need something to help hold hold things in place or manage. I call it a manager, essentially. And managers are not necessarily supposed to be there permanently. So while I'm on this medication, helping me to function because without it, I'm not able to immediately function. Um, I need to, as an advocate for myself or for my child, you know, now what do we do? We try to find ways to heal because your body does want to heal. You know, um, I think that's one of the lies that we've also believed is, you know, as we get older, our bodies, you know, kind of lose the ability to heal themselves or they don't want to be strong or our bodies don't want to be strong. But your body was created to heal. You know, I think about, you know, in the Bible, God talks about, you know, Abraham or even Moses and how they were over a hundred years and their eyes were not, you know, dim. Um, I remember reading a passage about that recently. Um, And so that tells me, look, the way God created our bodies, yes, as you get older, things begin to kind of not be as strong, but it's, that's not really the ideal, right? Um, obviously back then, um, you know, in the past they had probably better quality foods and things that they were eating, um, than we do now because our environment is so toxified. Um, so yes, it might've been easier for them to do all those things and live longer. Um, but we, at least with what information we have, we have a responsibility to use that information to support our bodies so that it can heal itself. So like I said, medication is really just a manager. It really is not a cure. And that I feel like that's another lie we've believed is, oh, I'm taking medication. I'm okay. Mm. No. The moment you stop taking it, you'll find out. 
that you're not, you know. Um, I've talked to many people over times who like have tried to stop medications they were on thinking, well, you know, I can just get off of it now. And then they have like some major reactions, you know, or they find out, look, that bleeding is still there. You know, that's just as an example. Um, but yeah, it does not care. You know, let's, I want us to all kind of like keep that in mind when we're getting on medication or if we're on medication, it doesn't, it's just a manager. Now we need to do the work mm -hmm. to try to find mm -hmm. the holistic way to solve the problem or to go to the root cause and say, well, my body was not made to do this. And even if I have genetic predispositions to certain things, there's ways I can support my body so that it doesn't tend towards the negatives, you know? So that's, and I think that's where we kind of get like, I wouldn't say lazy, but because the medication is managing whatever it is, the symptom, we just tend to relax, you know, and it's like, we shouldn't be complacent about our health. You know, we're stewards of our health and we should be good stewards of our health. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I even think about probably one of the most, our, our church many years ago, one of the most controversial things we probably ever did was we did a thing called the Daniel plan, which got into things like exercise and how we eat Everything. and man, people were angry at first. Don't you dare tell me how I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go eat my fried chicken or whatever. And, but, you know, and you, do you see that mentality a lot is, it is really easier just to just prescribe me a medication yeah. that kind of in the immediate makes me feel better, but don't tell me I need to maybe change a little bit of the way I eat or maybe exercising more, which just, that's really just understanding the way our bodies have been made, right? There's a certain way that our body can be strong and if we, it is true, if we take care of it, we learn new habits, we all of a sudden, I mean, when people do that, they're like, man, I don't even need certain medications anymore. You thought you're going to have to live with things forever, but it's hard though, right? It's, it it's a little bit of a harder mm -hmm. discipline at times to change some of those habits, yeah. but ultimately that's where we really want to try to go to really heal. Absolutely. You know? yeah. I mean, it all goes back to what is your goal? You know, you want some, something sustainable right. or do you just want a quick fix? You know, do you want, are you thinking about the big picture when you're much older to be able to run around with your grandkids, to leave a legacy where there, it's not just about you, you know, it's about the people be coming up behind you, like leaving a legacy of health and wellness for them to know, look, you want health and wellness, you can get it. Your body wants to have it, you know, but, and these are the things that it you know, it requires just yeah. discipline. Yeah. Um, and it's not easy like by any means, but it's worth it at the end of the day. You right. Know? Right. Mm -hmm. You said something that my son will frequently say to me. Uh, I mean, I've recently lost quite a few pounds and uh, he will say to me, dad, do you want to be able to enjoy your grandkids? Mm -hmm. <laughs> we were saying that right there. I go, okay, there's, like, oh, there's yeah. my son like, coming. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. That'll get you. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> get in, get yes. in shape. So how do you go about researching, you know, if a doctor, uh, somebody prescribes to you a medication, how do you mm -hmm. find out to be your own advocate or your mm -hmm. child's advocate? How do you find out more about that? Okay, well, what are the so, resources? Yeah, yeah. So if I just simply, I mean, the first thing I think of with that is the prescribing information, which you may not get that, you know, when you pick up your medication at the pharmacy because there's so many generic forms. And so you might be getting a generic form and it's usually coming in the pharmacy bottle. So they might not, you know, they might ask you if you have questions, but it won't have like all the full de details. But um, the FDA website typically has like prescribing information for like all the drugs that have been approved. Um, but then you can also go to the specific drugs manufacturer page and they have, you know, they have to have an updated um, prescribing information for every one of their products. And that's a good place. And, and it's a lot of information, you know, 
that may not really make sense to you. But I feel like if you're really trying to advocate, even if it means taking that something you don't understand, taking that to the doctor and say, okay, tell me about this, you know, this is what I read and it seems concerning to me, but can you please, you know, expatiate on it and explain it to me? Um, that's one way of advocating because at least you asked, at least you mm -hmm. tried, at least you went there, you know, to look for it. But yeah, th that's a good resource. Um, really, I feel like the first that you can look now, if you're like a science person and you want to look into clinical trial data, you can check out journals and all of that. But, you know, just, you know, most parents don't even want to deal with that. And yeah. you really honestly don't need to. I feel like everything that you need, um, as far as information that was um, used to get the drug even approved, typically, you know, and it's balanced because it has to have the good and the bad in there. So it won't be biased, you know, to, to a great extent. It will be, you know, accurate information because it's required uh, for it to be in there. So that's one good place. Yeah. Awesome. Now, what about... I know a lot of people, they might be saying, well, what if there's multiple medications that mm -hmm. either I'm on or I have a child that's on that? How do you find out? Are there ways to find out how drugs interact together that's good for parents to know, to research that? Yeah. So um, the, the prescribing information typically has that as well. Okay. You'll, it has a section in there that talks about drug interactions. And sometimes you might not find any because that, usually, that information is usually based off of clinical studies that they did, you know, before prior to approval. Um, or sometimes they update it as they go because they found that there is a definite interaction. So that's a good place to check. But I also a, a resource I love that makes it really simple for people to understand is WebMD. And they have a drug interaction. There's many websites that do that. But one I specifically use is called WebMD. And they have a drug interaction checker on there. You would just click on that and okay. just put in the drugs um, that you're on. And allows. I think it allows you to put up to maybe three or four drugs at a time to kind of check that. And you can do that there. Yeah. Um, and even side effects as well. So um, you'll be able to see that on there too. Awesome. Awesome. So... Um the other thing I'd love to just talk a little about would be, you know, I think about, you know, as a parent, you know, you're, you're trying, ultimately your goal is that, you know, as I think about, I've got three kids, I, I want them to all be mentally healthy and, and everything that they've been created to be. I want them to, to really experience that mental well-being, you know, and so I think we're describing, you know, there's counseling, there's this, you know, having maybe a psychiatrist where that's needed and that medication is a manager to help, mm -hmm. help with the, the symptoms as you're trying to keep, you know, helping them really heal. But what would, uh, what would you say are some alternative options, even as uh, I'm trying to advocate for my, I almost look at it as you're, you're almost also just trying to troubleshoot like, okay, I've got these things going on and i am got counseling going on. I've got medication. I'm still having these struggles, you know what else do I need to look at? You know, you almost feel like a detective at times mm -hmm. trying to like mm -hmm. learn about things, figure that out. So yeah. what are some other options even besides just medication? If you're really trying to figure out how to make my, you know, help my child be more mentally healthy, what would be some other alternatives? Yeah. So I'm, I'm a, a major advocate for um, root cause analysis uh -huh. and the one, I guess, field or part of uh, healthcare that I know for sure is into that or is a proponent of that is functional medicine. Um, and really what they do is, you know, dig, dig deep, you know, um, and it's like another practitioner willing to do that with you. You know, if that's what one of your goals is like, why is my body doing this? You know, why? And there are tools, you know, to help achieve that. Um, 
it involves a lot of lifestyle modification, which is what we talked about. People don't often want to do, but it's, you know, it's important. That's part of what it takes, um, quite some testing. But yeah, a functional medicine practitioner, and it could it doesn't have to be like a doctor, doctor. It could be a functional nutritionist. Um, they're literally like coaches and kind of help you work with you to identify um, whatever the, the root cause of the problem, you know, like, because now we're finding in research, you know, that a lot of, and you guys have probably read stuff about this um, online, so much information out there, but there is a link between your gut health and your mental health. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, all of that information is mm. so like, there's so much of it and it's so, to me, mind blowing, but it just shows you just how sovereign God is and just mm. his creation is everything is connected. And that's what functional medicine is about is just looking at it. It's a systems based approach, not mm. just, oh, it doesn't think of your body as like, oh, this is just your head, you know, or this is just your your brain or this is just, you know, your your gut. It's everything affects everything. And so that's kind of where mm. we need to look or how we need to look at just like we look at ourselves holistically. You know, this is feeding into you know, what's happening in my brain, what I'm mm -hmm. eating, my diet, you know, so it will require like testing sometimes. So it just depends on the person, but it's a personalized thing, which is what another thing I love. It's not cookie cutter. Um, it's not like a one size fits all. Oh, they have a headache. So just give them a Tylenol. No, it's why is that headache there? What is mm -hmm. happening in that person's life? Is it stress? Is it something they ate? Do they have an allergy to some kind of food? You know, that's causing that, you know, so it might require like some kind of diet changes. Um, it might require, you know, looking at the medications that a person is on, if there's mm. interactions, you know, so it's looking at you mm. as a whole person. So for me, that's usually like the first thing I think of is like as an alternative um, to just medication or just but in support of all of that kind of as well. Because remember, like I said, medication is not a cure. It's just a manager. So while I'm on that, what can I do to mm. dig deep and find out what's going on here? So yeah, good. you know, I really believe in what you're saying about that gut health being so key to mm -hmm. the rest of our body. Yeah. Um, I know for me recently, one of the things, the modifications I made is mm -hmm. just to really cut down on carbohydrates, mm -hmm. which means I cut back on bread. Right. And one of the things I'm noticing is I'm having a lot less issues with my sinuses, that there mm -hmm. was some interaction that was taking place there. Mm -hmm. So if that's happened at that minute level, mm -hmm. you know, you think about the rest of it to get our gut health mm -hmm. in line. And, you know, I know you can do blood tests that tell you things mm -hmm. that your system's allergic to, and yeah. there's all type of resources out there if you dig deep enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you partner with, you know, a functional, they already have the resources for the most part, at least. And the, another thing I love is like, they're not like stuck in, oh, this is the way. They're going to look at you individually and find, because your, your therapy is going to be different from, mm -hmm. you know, Brian's. So, they look at you individually and everything is personalized, you know, and it's like, okay, what are the factors around your life that are influencing even just what's happening, your habits? You know, those little things that we don't really think about, they look at the whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, I, I love that. And it's so true. I, I'm reminded of um, um, a pastor friend of mine many years ago and he, uh, one of his quotes, he'd say like, you know, Brian, sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is just take a nap, you know, yeah. and his way of saying like, <laughs> Your problems, your problems that you're just tired right now. And that's making you cranky, you know, like you need to just go get some sleep, you know, and it is reminding you about it's all, it really is all interconnected. You know, it's, it's about how are we taking care of ourselves physically is going to impact our mental health. And, and it, what's interesting is sometimes extreme things in our mental health manifests itself physically, you know, like we can sometimes be so caught up in extreme anxiety 
that it creates stomach issues. And, you know, it's just, it's all part of this system that God's created in us. And I think just the more we can understand how it relates, the better. Yeah, most definitely. Now, one, one other little final question on that is, you know, if you, let's just say there's a parent right now that maybe this whole functional practitioner is kind of a new concept and um, they're thinking, well, great, I've got a child that maybe is going to a counselor and maybe they're on a couple medications. We kind of just been doing that, still not seeing the results I want. I'd like to try some of this. Do I just, just make them stop doing their medicine and jump in there? I mean, what, what's kind of a, maybe a process for how a parent might explore some of these options in a good way? Well, so first, I, you should have seen my eyes when you said stop taking medication. I was like, ah. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I figured you, you would do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so first, yeah. no, no, don't just abruptly stop, right. especially when it's antipsychotic medications. Right. You don't want to do that. You know, stop them just like that. Um, so you would really, um, if, especially if you don't know anything about this, do some reading, research, go online, check out functional yeah. medicine, check out, um, you know, functional nutritionists or functional medic medicine practitioners in your area, um, you know, set up an interview or a, a time to talk to them and see what they have to offer. Um, but also part of what they do is even if you're on medications, they know how to safely help you transition off of, yeah. you yeah. know, medications if that's your goal, if that's what you want to do, you know, but they work with that. Um, so, yeah. So first off, you know, please don't stop you know, just taking your medications abruptly like that. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, just re look, read up, um, equip yourself with the information because um, there's a lot of information out there. Um, and uh, yeah, get the support, get someone. Don't just, I mean, yes, you could do it yourself. You could, you know, try to like look for things online. But I, I just feel like, why would you do that? Um, you're talking about a life. You're not talking about a doll that you just, you know, throw stuff at, you know, so if you invest in what you believe has value. So yes, it might cost a little more because, you know, obviously um, insurance doesn't necessarily cover those alternative natural, you know, natural um, medicine type uh, services, but um, it's, you know, worth it. It's our life. It's the one life we have. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been an awesome conversation. Uh, really, really um, good, good things for us to think about real things as, as, we're thinking about ourselves as individuals and then as, as advocates. Wally, uh, is there kind of any takeaways for you or as we we're kind of thinking about what we've talked about today? Or Well, I just, up? you know, a lot of the things that you're talking about, we do, especially my wife, as far as investigation, you know, she's cautious with regard to uh, medications. But um, the gut health, I think that's something that people really need to research more. Uh, and I even wrote down uh, functional medicine and medical practitioner. And I'm going to go Google that and just uh, see what that comes up with. So, um, uh, yeah, I'm thankful for the time here today. And thank you for being here, BB. Yeah, yeah. And I love, the, I love what you said about the parents are the drivers of, of your own health and of your child's health. That's just such a good word. I don't think we always think of it that way. And there's a lot more ownership and, and really initiative. That, that as a parent, we're really trying to take to almost to really, we're kind of the ones that help bring this team, a support team around us as we're all, and we align the right people of your word about making sure we find the right type of psychiatrist if that's needed, the right type of pediatrician and counselor. And that this is my team. This is like a board of directors to really help my child become everything they've meant 
to be, but but we got to be the ones that help drives that. Yeah, we don't always think of it that way. That's true. And just when you're saying that, something else came to mind. And remember, your kids are watching you, watching how you respond to mm-hmm. things in life, including their life. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you want it's part of leaving your legacy. You know, you want them to have that same approach to their lives and their, the lives of their children, mm. you know, to be the main driver, to be empowered and not feel like I'm at the mercy of someone else's directions or, you know, um, or recommendations. So, yeah, yeah I love that. Yeah, there's a that picture word. there of not uh, just sitting back and reclining for your children's health, but also you talked about that with regard to self-care and that we really yeah. want to be yeah. Uh, yeah. not just masking the problems with drug, but doing the drugs, but doing the hard work behind that to yeah. get our bodies back to where they can be yeah. so yeah. that uh, we can eventually not need the medication. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Well, awesome. Well, uh, thanks again for joining us. Thank uh, you. BB, this has been a mm-hmm. really, really great discussion. And we just want to thank, uh, you know, you for joining us uh, and listening in. Um, on this uh, episode of Equip Online. And, and BB, as we're wrapping up, um, if someone wanted to learn more about this topic or they wanted to connect with you, what would be the best way to do that? Um, well, I can leave my email, direct email, okay. but also um, I'm currently, like I said, in practicum um, site right now is True North, True North. The Woodlands. Okay. Okay. Yeah, um, so that would be a great way to connect. Okay. Um, I also, my husband and I also own a, a functional wellness um, business as okay. well. Awesome. Um, and we have a website. It's uh, www.mynowwellness.com. Okay. Um, so that's another Great. place where you can reach out. Awesome. Thank questions. you. Thank you. Well, Equip Online is a, uh, is a partnership between Stonebridge Church and Mosaics of Mercy. Mosaics of Mercy is a, an awesome nonprofit here in Montgomery County area, and their desire is to be a mental health resource hub to help you know you get connected to support groups counselors different programs Um, and uh, we also want to let you know that we have a website equip online where we put uh, different resources to help you take some next steps on any of the topics we uh, we talk about well our desire is that you would um, walk in the fullness of life that you've been created for god bless you hey thanks so much for watching We're really passionate about shedding light on mental health. If you found this discussion helpful or beneficial, be sure to like and share the video. If you want to see more, be sure to subscribe and don't forget to ding that notification bell so you know when we release a new episode. We'll see you next time.